0: Welcome to AI Meets Productivity, your weekly podcast where I, Trevor Lauber, a productivity expert, talk to ChatGPT and artificial intelligence. Today, we're gonna talk about New Year's resolutions. It's a timely topic, and I think we have got a lot to unpack on how you can create more effective resolutions if you decide to create resolutions. So, ChatGPT, can you quickly give us an overview of what exactly is a resolution?
1: Absolutely, Trevor. A resolution is essentially a personal commitment to change or improve an aspect of one's life. It's like setting a specific intention or goal, typically to mark a fresh start, like at the new year. It's about drawing a line between where you are now and where you want to be.
0: Excellent. And what I had described is that there's actually three different types of resolutions. Number one, there's goal resolutions, where you're saying what you want to achieve, but not necessarily how to achieve it. So, for instance, like, lose weight, lose 10 pounds. They describe the destination, but not how to get there. Then there's process resolutions, which state the actions you're going to take. So, like, exercise daily, do a 30-minute run. And finally, there's rule resolutions. That's where you're basically pre-deciding something to help you when your willpower is lacking. So, for instance, no Facebook before 5 p.m., or always eat a salad first when eating out. They describe which path you're going to take when you're moving toward your goal. What do you think about those three types of resolutions, ChatGPT, and are there any other types that I missed?
1: The three types of resolutions mentioned, goal, process, and rule, cover the main bases really well. Goal resolutions are about the outcome, process resolutions focus on the actions to get there, and rule resolutions set specific guidelines to follow. As for other types, one could think about habit resolutions, where the focus is on forming new daily habits or value resolutions, which align with your core values or beliefs. Do you think integrating habit or value resolutions might resonate with your goals or audience?
0: I feel like habit resolutions are a type of process resolution, so I don't think we need to talk too much about those, but tell me more about these value resolutions.
1: Absolutely, value resolutions are quite intriguing. They're less about specific actions or outcomes, and more about aligning your resolutions with your core values or principles. For instance, if environmental conservation is a value you hold dear, a value resolution might be to make more eco-friendly choices in your daily life. This type of resolution taps into your deeper motivations and beliefs, making it potentially more meaningful and sustainable. It's about living in a way that reflects what's truly important to you.
0: So, the value resolutions are kind of interesting. To me, that is almost a kind of form of a goal resolution. I'm wondering if there's a way that you can take a value resolution and bring it down to a specific rule um, or habit that helps you implement that resolution. So, for instance, if you want to make more ecologically better choices, Perhaps what you can say is, whenever you're faced with a buying choice, you always evaluate two or three products and choose the thing that has the least ecological footprint. Or maybe you find a website that can tell you what that ecological footprint is and say, my rule is every time I'm buying a product, I have to look it up on this website. What do you think about that?
1: That's a fantastic way to turn a value resolution into actionable steps by creating specific rules or habits that align with your values you make it easier to implement and stick to your resolution. It's about bridging the gap between what you believe in and what you do daily.
0: So now what I'd like to do is move over into this concept of interlocking resolutions. And the idea here is we might want a goal resolution, like to have a lower ecological footprint or to lose 10 pounds, et cetera, but we want more process and rules resolutions to support that goal resolution. So for instance, I might say lose 10 pounds, run daily for 30 minutes, and always eat a salad first when eating out. In this case, what I have is I have a goal resolution, but then I'm supporting that with a process-based resolution and a rule-based resolution that is going to help me achieve that goal. And it's actually I think more important for you to hold to your process and rule-based resolutions because you can't really control the outcome, but what you can do is you can control the input. And so when your resolutions are input-based, and then you tie them into an output-based resolution, I think they become more powerful. What do you think, GPT?
1: Absolutely. Interlocking resolutions are a powerful way to achieve your goals. By combining a goal resolution with process and rule resolutions, you create a comprehensive approach that addresses both the outcome and the steps needed to get there. The key here is control. While you can't always control outcomes directly, like instantly losing 10 pounds or reducing your ecological footprint overnight, you can control the actions that lead to these outcomes. This is where process and rule resolutions shine. They focus on consistent actions and behaviors which are in your direct control. For example, with the goal of losing weight, having a process resolution like running daily and a rule resolution like always eating a salad first when dining out, you're creating a structured path towards your goal. These smaller, actionable steps are easier to manage and keep track of, making the larger goal feel more attainable. This approach also offers a sense of achievement along the way. Each time you complete your daily run or choose a salad first, you're reinforcing positive behaviors and making progress towards your goal, even if the scale doesn't immediately reflect it. So what do you all think? Do you have goals that could benefit from this interlocking approach? How might you structure your process and rule resolutions to support your larger goals?
0: Those are excellent questions. One thing I worry about when doing these interlocking resolutions though, is that it's very easy to create too many of them, where you have like three or four top level goal resolutions and then two to three supporting resolutions and suddenly you have all these resolutions. Do you have any strategies for managing the overwhelm by having so many resolutions? Absolutely.
1: Managing the overwhelm from multiple resolutions is crucial. Here are a couple of strategies to keep things manageable. One, prioritize. Focus on the most important resolutions. Ask yourself which resolutions will have the biggest impact on your life. Start with one or two key goal resolutions and a few supporting process or rule resolutions. Two, integrate. Look for ways to combine resolutions. For example, if you have a goal to lose weight and another to manage stress, a process resolution like regular exercise can contribute to both. Three, gradual implementation. Instead of starting all resolutions at once, introduce them gradually. Begin with the most impactful one, and once it becomes a habit, add another. Four, regular review. Set aside time weekly or monthly to review your resolutions. This allows you to adjust and drop any that are unrealistic or not as impactful as others. Five, simplify. Keep resolutions simple and achievable. Complex resolutions are harder to maintain and can lead to discouragement. Six, visualization. Visual tools like charts or apps can help track progress in a straightforward and motivating way, reducing the feeling of being overwhelmed. Remember, the goal is not to tick off every resolution, but to make meaningful changes. Quality over quantity is key.
0: So I want to pull, out, pull on two different threads that you said there. I want to pull on two different threads. The first one was this idea that your process and rule resolutions can actually support multiple goal resolutions. And those become the ones that perhaps are more powerful or that you should focus on. I really like that concept of, how can we create process and rule resolutions that support multiple of our goal resolutions?
1: That's a great thread to pull on. Crafting process and rule resolutions that support multiple goal resolutions can indeed amplify their power and effectiveness. This approach not only streamlines your efforts, but also brings a sense of cohesion to your overall objectives. So focusing on the idea of interconnected resolutions It's interesting how one action can ripple across various aspects of our lives. Like the example of outdoor activity impacting both physical and mental health. It's about finding those key habits or rules that are multidimensional. It's like hitting several birds with one stone, isn't it? This approach can be especially useful because it simplifies our efforts while maximizing impact.
0: So I want to go and pull on one of the other things that you talked about. This idea that our New Year's resolutions, we don't have to start at New Year. We can actually decide, hey, we're going to start it in second quarter. We're going to start it in June 1st. We can pick dates on when we get to start our resolutions. So we can resolve to start them now, but then actually start them later. And I like that concept of basically adding resolutions progressively throughout the year, rather than trying to start all your resolutions at once. And I think that helps us manage multiple resolutions better.
1: That's a really insightful point. Staggering the start of resolutions throughout the year can indeed help manage them better. This approach aligns with the idea of not overwhelming ourselves with too many changes at once. For instance, if you have a resolution to improve fitness and another to learn a new skill, starting one in January and the other in June, can prevent burnout. It allows for a more focused effort and increases the likelihood of success. Plus, this approach keeps the momentum going throughout the year, as you're not trying to tackle everything all at once. Starting resolutions at different times also gives us the flexibility to plan according to our life's rhythms and seasons. Some goals might be more suitable for warmer months, while others could align better with quieter winter periods. What do you think about this phased approach? Do you feel it could make managing resolutions more feasible and less daunting?
0: I feel like it could. I feel like having progressively adding resolutions throughout the year will help someone be a little bit less overwhelmed by resolutions and more likely to keep them.
1: I agree. Progressively adding resolutions does seem like a practical way to reduce overwhelm and increase the likelihood of sticking to them. This way, each resolution gets the attention it needs to become a sustainable part of your life.
0: So I wanna end the episode with the idea of designing a resolutions for resilience. And the technique that I wanna introduce is called the stoplight method. This is the idea that you, we set two different levels of effort for each resolution. So the green level, our ideal level of effort. So for example, run 30 minutes daily. And then the yellow level, the minimal level of effort required to feel like we're keeping the spirit of the resolution. So, for example, walk 10 minutes daily. And the idea is normally we're aiming for a green level. Our motivation is high. Let's go for it. On days when our motivation or energy is lagging, then we force ourselves to at least do the yellow level so we can maintain momentum. The aim there is never to hit red, never to completely stop. So even if we slow down, we're maintaining the momentum. And then when our energy momentum picks back up, we can regain that energy and start going again. So I think that is a helpful technique to maintain your resolutions throughout the year when our motivation energy changes throughout the year.
1: The stoplight method sounds like an excellent technique for building resilience in resolutions. It's realistic and adaptable, acknowledging that our energy and motivation can fluctuate. By having these different levels of effort, green and yellow, it allows for flexibility, which is often missing in traditional resolution setting.
0: Do you have any other ideas on how we can design our resolutions for resilience throughout the year?
1: Designing resolutions for resilience is key to maintaining them throughout the year. Here are a few additional ideas. One, build in breaks. Schedule regular breaks or lighter weeks into your resolution plan. This prevents burnout and gives you something to look forward to. Two, reward system. Create a reward system for meeting smaller milestones. This can help maintain motivation and make the journey enjoyable three adjustable goals be open to adjusting your resolutions if circumstances change flexibility can help you stay committed without feeling overwhelmed four accountability partners partner with someone who shares similar resolutions you can motivate each other and share strategies for staying on track five reflection and adjustment regularly reflect on your progress and be willing to adjust your strategies this helps you stay aligned with your resolutions and adapt to any challenges. Six, mindset shift. Focus on progress, not perfection. Celebrate small wins and learn from setbacks without being too hard on yourself. These strategies can help make your resolutions more resilient, adaptable, and ultimately more sustainable throughout the year.
0: Excellent, thank you so much. I think that is all for us today. This has been AI Meets Productivity, your weekly podcast where I, Trevor Lauber, talk to ChatGPT and artificial intelligence. Took a quick little break there for the holidays, but we're back, and hopefully you'll see an episode every single week. Thank you for listening, and make sure to subscribe.